Kokorongo kite tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Gather up close everybody, no mai hoki mai, ki tēnei punua pāho, a te wānonga o te ro e whakapāho atua nei. Konei i te ipurau. Yes, yes, coming straight out of the bustling metropolis of Te Awamutu. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if those are spaceships or cars. <laughs> Kia ora e hoa. Hoi anō, tēnā koutou, no mai hoki mai. What episode are we up to? There you go, Eddie. And it is our pleasure again to be hosting Taringa. Yes. And before we get into, because um, it's once upon a time, a time. Yes, once upon a time, a time. You can introduce our kiwaha. Kiwaha. Our kiwaha is Anna Tokai. Anna Tokai. Anna Tokai. Anna. I don't even know which group, but uh, when I was little, I remember watching a team, a kapahaka, and that was in the haka, and I really? just learned it. Anna yeah. tokai, anna tokai, and I didn't know what it meant till I got older. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, what does anna tokai mean? Take that. Take that. That's what you get. You scoundrel. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> Serves you right. Say so all these things, that's what it means. Anna tokai. Man, where does that character come from? <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, so Anna Tokai. Anna Tokai. Yeah. Take that. Yeah, Inge is one we've said before, means the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I like that Anna Tokai. Anna Tokai, it's like very dramatic. Anna Tokai, it is your food. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that derive from? What, my character or? No, Anna Tokai. I don't know. I think like, it was like, well, that's going to be your food, you eat it. Oh, uh, okay. You know, but I think uh, it's like, you like, know. You know, you made Just whatever Just eat that it. Eat it. Yeah, eat it. Yeah. Eat it. Eat it. And if you've seen Aquaman you do or Aquaman, it. it's on there. It's one of his lines. I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, if only you guys could see Parone right now. He done that <laughs> a little snippet there with a cross eye. Don't I? Yes. Oh. You didn't even I notice didn't feel, yourself doing it. No, I don't film it because I can <laughs> usually film myself like now. I can see two mics. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Anatokai serves you right. Good job, you know. And it's the same as That's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get. Same as Inge and Ekoekoe. That's the other one we've Ooh, talked about before. Never heard that one before. Yeah. So Anatokai. Okay, and for this week's Once Upon a Time, we're following up on the last one, which was Tefekea Mitsurangi. Who was followed by Kupe. <laughs> Do you remember that song? No. Oh, it's the introduction. Anyway, yep, so here we are. This is chapter two. Chapter two. Kupe. Once upon a time, before people were living in Aotearoa, ka aamio haere a kupe rawa ko ngake. Kupe came from Hawaii and were exploring and naming wahi up and down the coastline. The giant octopus Tefeke, a mokai belonging to Kupe's arch-rival Mutsurangi, had led them there. A tohutohu had been cast over Tefeke, keeping the octopus from diving deep into the ocean. 
For two long weeks, Kupengake chased Tefeke across the Moana Nuiakiwa, finally landing in the far north. When we were with Kupe last, he had parted from Ngake, who was trekking Tefeke down the east coast while Kupe explored the land on the west coast. Kupe left his wife Kura Marotini to rest on board Matahorua, while he and his favourite Kuri Tauaru went to look around. Tauaru! Haramai! Tauaru! Hokimai! This paru is paru, alright? We have a bit of a walk ahead of us down to that amazing ass harbour, don't we, boy? Hey, hey, hey! Hoo! Tiro here! Kote puno te ao maramatera! When Kupe and Tawaru left, their footprints turned to stone. Hey, Kura! Me haere ki te puno te ao marama. I want to take you to this amazing spot that Tauaru and I found, just on the other side of the mutu. I think we should plant some kumara there. It's nice and warm. In order to get home to Hawaii, we need to prepare heaps of kai. It might be a bit slower going against the currents. That damn tefeke though. I still can't believe he kept swimming for two weeks. Unless he swims with his open mouth, he must have been matekai when he got here. There's plenty of manu here. The onuana smells sweet and the kaimuana is reka. Engari, we'll need a few veg for our voyage as well. Hey, Kupe. You're going to momoho again. Shh. I'm hapu. Oh, ho, ho. te tai ahua. Oh. Ka kiki te pepi toku puku. Oh, hey, rowe. I can feel our tama kicking. He reckons he can't wait to get here. <laughs> But I'm serious. I really do want my queer around when this peepy comes. You will get us back home, won't you? I don't like it when people don't keep their promises. Aye, aye, aye. But first I need to fulfil my other promise to you. To get that damn mōkai of Muturangi. I told Nake not to let that mōkai rest, but to keep him moving. Tefeke must be tired by now. Aira, you did promise. Me whakamānoa o ia Hotirapa. Hotirapa was a good tāne to me and to our tamariki. E tautoko ana e rā whakaaro. Matahorua made its way to Te Hokianga Kupe, where the crew spent their time prepping kai for their return to Hawaii. After four months of planting taro and kumara, drying kanai and paiwa and preserving kereru, it was time to get back to the task of killing Tefeke. Mmm, ai marika. Oh, he reka pai we nei ngohi. That damn Tefeke, I thought I'd never taste a fish again. <laughs> do you reckon, do you reckon Ngake is still having problems with that mahi atua? <laughs> I reckon we need to find out. Kai te pirangi fai utua hau mō ngā hara ki a Hotirapa. We've finished the waka repairs, the kumara and taro are doing well. Don't make me ask you again, e kupe. Oh, e te tau, you and your tēna have done such an excellent job with the preparations. Kai te rongo au. 
Kupe and the crew headed back the way they had come to find Lucky. It was some time before they came to the Wairarapa, to a spot they were to name Rangi Fakoma. Tafiri was on Tefeke Watch in the bay. As they got closer, Kupe noticed a large cave opening. What's Ngake say? Oh, the Feke must be in there. Kupe took out his tile and holding it high above his head, brought it down in full force upon Te Anao Te Feke There was a loud cracking noise from the cave roof and the moana began to shake. Te ana, the cave, splitting open. Eh, hey, Puko, we'll have to cut him off or Te Feke will get away. Tafirirangi attempted to block the octopus's route out, but the great mokai surged out of the water, wrapping its slimy tentacles, its kawekawe, along one side of Tafirirangi. Tefeke began to pull Tafirirangi down. Tafirirangi was dangerously close to being flooded by the moana. Two of the tentacles of Tefeke were hit away from the ship's side and they fell noisily away from his body. Tefeke's grip softened on Tafirirangi. Lucky could see that the octopus's kawekawe, its tentacles had grown back since being hacked off by Kupi and Hawaii. He wondered how he was going to kill a tanifa that could grow back its limbs like that. Tefeke pulled down hard on the niya of each waka and then let both of them go with a shove. They rocked dangerously from side to side on the angry waves. Then there was an almighty thud as they smashed into each other. Sails were broken and things lost over the side. In the chaos of the moment, Tefeke was again swimming Kitetonga Aotearoa. The giant mokai had gotten away again, sneakily leaving her babies in the safety of the cave at Rangifakaoma. Tefeke was a nufa, a female. That was close. We're gonna have to repair these sails. I reckon we're one sail down. to replace mine. <laughs> and of course, get to Tefeke first. What's in it for me? Oh, my secret stash of coconut juice. And the right to name the next spot whatever you want. Korero, I'm gonna enjoy this. Engari, I'll be naming every spot. You do know I have the help of Finete Aparangi and your daughters with the weaving, right? Well, smash you! Eh, ngake, he pai ake o matua, he ringa koha koha hoki. Your parents can do this mahi better than anyone. That'll be us, e te tau. Te kira, hei ahatau. In your dreams, e te tuahene. 
The crews worked together to make two new sails, Matahorua versus Tafiriran. By the morning, the ra of Kupe was hanging in the sun to dry. You bloody beat me! Oh, yeah. Was there ever any doubt? I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> Kupe went to congratulate his two kōtiro, Hinewira and Makaro, for their contribution to the weaving of the winning ra. He found them at his kōpū ika, down by the shore. Kupe stood on the shore staring blankly into the pool below. As Hinewira approached, he looked up and across to Tawaipo Namu. The snowy peak of Tapuainuku radiated out in the distance. I'm just admiring the hapuku, but that maunga, ooh, that takes my breath away. Let's name this wahi, Dad. It can be the Matakitaki a Kupe. You won the rights. Aye, Kotiro, we won the rights. That's a great name, Taku Kotiro. Papa, I want something named after me too, seeing as I helped you win two. Soon both waka were on the moana again, moving around the southern coast of the Ika Māori. Makoro had a motu named after her, in the beautiful harbour of Te Whanganuiatara, as did her sister, Matiu. Taking Kuramarotini with him, Kupe left the rest of his whanau to rest on mana, while Tawhirirangi and Matahorua headed to Te Waipounamu for utu. Ka kite ayau te whake! Tiro here! There he is! Hey! Signal make! As they approached the white bone, I to figure came at them, surging aggressively out of the moan. Both Waka moved sideways to encourage the figure to swim up the middle. Her tentacles were long enough to engulf them. Tohirangi rose to his feet and planted his long tail into the figure's body, swiftly followed by a second one. Suddenly, the tower of Lucky was caught in a backwards bend as a giant tentacle swept it from his hands. Then Tifike seized the Niyao of Matahodwa. She was determined to capsize the Waka, dragging it down on one side towards the moor. No more, Tifike! I've had enough of you! One more Tifike! Kupe hacked at Tifike with Waka Tifinua. The figure seized hold of the hue with her tentacles, but they kept popping up out of her grip and jiggling around like a balloon. The dumb octopus thinks they're tangata. Kupe took a run up and dived out of Matahodua. His putty raised high in the air, and with an almighty thwack, he drove Rakatu Fenua into the thicket, into its head. Fenua shook violently, and the waves rose up, taking the waka with them. The head of the thicket was split wide open, sending a giant ripple through the land, shredding it into many small bays.
こうほつらばえむむまてあいてほほぬおてもなぬいやきはあうえなわいかたかたなむちらぎなわいかまてなてぺけむちらぎてまがいおてうひまむちらぎてたがたととはえまてあないやはは Let's take the head for the hangi. Ahai, Marika. Kate hia kayo kita hangi fike and display t i f i k e s eyes up high on those rocks, will you? Koina, kata paina e o te rā toka ko ngā whatu. I'm on a roll with this name game of yours, Etito. I'm so happy right now. Hei a pōpō e kura, after the hāngi, ko āmio haere tātou ki te tongoa arapāua. I wonder how big this mutu is. Are there any people on this whenua? And then we go home again, right? Ai, ai, ka hoki māua ki te kāinga. Kupe and the crew made their way down the west coast. They discovered and named types of bonum, inanga, in the Arahuda River, but found no other people on their hiding around Te Arapawa. Kupe travelled back to Hokianga via the west coast of Te Ika Maui. He picked up his whanau from Mana Island, spent time in Whanganui at Kaihau o Kupe, heard voices which turned out to be weka, kōkako, and tiwaiwaka. Kupe and his crews returned to Hawaii, leaving from Te Hokianga Kupe. The only visitors to remain were his two dogs, Tauaru and Hurunui. Kamutu. And there's lots of kōrero tukuiho about kupe. Yeah, lots of debate.、Mm, and pending where you go, so I know like up Taitokero, they have a kupe tradition up there. Oh, do they? Yeah, or because, you know, one of their waka is ngā toki matafaurua. Yeah. So matahaurua, or matafaurua, or matahaurua. It was, went back to Hawaii and then they cut it out again for its return voyage back to Aotearoa、oh. under another captain. Oh. Yeah, and it became known as ngā toki matafaurua. Oh, yeah. But、oh. same waka. Yeah.、Oh. So there's kōrero up there, and there's also lots of kōrero down around Te Whanganuyatara, around that region, and some of that came out in the story. Yeah.、Um, and then you were talking about where the octopus ended up. Yeah, well, I've heard that it ended up in the Marlborough Sounds, and that the iwi down there, they, they know where each part of the feke is. So, like, just as you get into the sounds, apparently one of the rocks there is one of its eyes and the other eye is somewhere else. But yeah, we need to talk to somebody who knows more about this, not me. This sounds really bad, but as you were talking about it, you know, I was thinking about a dish with octopus. 
Octopus is nice. Yeah, it's underrated, eh? Yeah. You know, like, and I like, makes like people scream, excuse the pun. Anyway. Lightly fried. I wonder if you ate, like, like I haven't heard any called Otsukui or whether Kupi ate any of the octopus. Hmm. Anyway. Well, surely you wouldn't want to waste it. Mm. And one called it was Mutirangi. He's referred to the popular name. Everybody knows him as Mutirangi, but his name was, full name was Rua Mutsurangi. Rua Mutsurangi. Yeah, Tainui and Te Arawa both descend from, and yourself, Aha. because Apanui descends from Tuhoro Matakaka, the oldest son of Tamatekapua. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to write this down. Yeah, and Rua Mutsurangi, he owned the octopus. Yeah, so, you know, I always sort of like put a bit of a quip in talking about Rua Mutsurangi that it was because of his octopus kupi came to Aotearoa. If it wasn't for the octopus, he wouldn't have ended up yeah, here. Yeah. And another corridor, um, and I think we've spoken about it on Taringa, about how in our corridor tukuiho, call them legends or stories, what have you, in those corridor tukuiho, embedded within them are teachings. Yeah. So the, the fiki is also likened to the sun. Yeah. And the version that you would have been taught in the Whare Wānanga, the kupi story would have been reiterated there with the star path that kupi yeah. followed. And the same with Maui. Yeah. So like Maui pulling up the fish and Hotiroa and I have, have spoken about this. So he says like, when you go somewhere on the, on a the, on the wakahaurua and you're coming over into the horizon, it looks yeah. like... It looks like the... Yeah, the that it's been pulled up. up. Yeah, yeah. Just by chance, do you know of possibly what star patterns they may have followed? No. Okay, just wondering. I could make something up that sounds really, really cool. And, <laughs> and I'd would. probably believe you. Yeah. But um, no, Kareo with the Mohio. Yeah, Kira Kōrero. Kupe, he's got a longer name too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Kupe Rauru Kuata. Kupe Rauru Kuata. Yeah, Kupe Rauru Kuata. That's cool. The, uh, or according to Tarawa, yep. that, that's his full name, Kupe Rauru Kuata. Yeah. And so was he legit the first person here? Well, yeah, according, well, not counting Maui. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So maybe the first person after Maui was Kupe. Okay, so this was a uh, story that I heard from somebody in Ngāpuhi. Mm. It was that he came here and then he left some people up there in, in Hokianga or wherever, I'm not too sure. And then they went back again mm. to Hawaii mm. or wherever they came from. And then the people that... No, sorry, this is it. The people that he, that stayed here, they were from, they were Uri of someone called Muri. Mm. And they were referred to as Nga Muri or Uri, which then kind of transformed over time to... Nga Muri or Uri or Nga Uri or Muri? Nga Uri or Muri. I'm confused. What yeah, did I, I say? I think it might be that one. I think it might be Nga Uri or Muri, the descendants of Muri. Yeah, and then it somehow transformed in, as things do to Muri... Uri and then Mori Ori. Have you heard anything like that? No, and maybe... Because where did the, the Mori Ori's come from? And that Tohini is for another episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. Yeah. There so are more time. questions than answers, as Tohini Tika sang. Jeez, you're a, you're a wealth of 
musical party knowledge. Songs. <laughs> they party songs. Yeah, party songs. Yeah, great with those party songs. We are not going on our corridor. And that's a good segue time, into, into Waiata Ote Wiki. And how to Waiata and Kowainga Kai Waiata. Well, the answer to those questions is Working to Live. And this song was actually written by a few of our Kaimahi. One of them being Lindsay Tepua Haiti. The song is actually his sister's song, Brooke Snowden. And it features Peter Miringa Orangi and Te Pua Heiri. Whakarongo mai in ete iwi, do not be disturbed that there is Te Reo Pākehā in this waiata. And yeah, it's it's about, it's rap, eh? Yeah, it's about... Um, I mean, the opening track for Taringa is Reo Rua, so... Yeah. Yeah, whakarongo mai. Feels like I'm living to work Working for a living Oho, oho, ake, ake, oho, oho, ake, ake. 
Tahi karanga mo te tangata e toru mo te pero Iho one one iara kia pakaru te tero Ko tahi te koha, ma 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 whango ma fero Papa whai i rawa, papa whai ma papa whai dinero Ka buia mo i te ngakau, ka buia hua wawata Hore kau he moni rākau, me oke marika Me utu te whare reti, whakakite motoka He take ngia ngia, he ka puringa ha ha Pono, e kore e mutu And we gotta do what we gotta do Feels like I'm living to work Or am I working to live? Gotta make a little money to have a little something to give Yeah, and we go grind each and every day So we can get by in any way So come on baby, show me the way Cool, like it's quite a talent to rap into the mic. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, I know pono. which part you liked. Yeah, yeah. Pono. Oh, that's the one that caught me. It's a kapa e hoa. Me, me, I'm the kakui. There was, there was some clever. Oho, oho, ake, ake. I like that. It's pretty cool. What's driving? Cool. Wake up. Working to live, living to work. Oh, ask you some good questions in that song. Are we, are we living the life we want to live? Yeah, that's a big. You know, he peaky part I did. Yeah, if you're not, well, change it. I remember reading this article about this. Um, mm-hmm. And he works for Doc and he manages a part of a national park down there. I don't know where it is. There's no road in there. He lives there with his whanau. Yeah. It's a whare in the, at the mouth of a river that flows into the ocean on the west coast. You have to walk in or helicopter and there's no roads. And it sounds like a really Great lifestyle. Yeah. And you know, he's in the Taiao. And he um, loves it? He does. Yeah. What did he leave a city life for a very Well he lived in civilization. Off the grid life. Yeah. And I've thought of, you know, if I lived off the grid, what would I do? I always wonder, like, if you won the lotto, right? Yeah. And like you didn't have to work anymore mm. and you could do whatever you wanted, what would you do? I'd write a book. That would be one. And yeah. I'd go to and I'd travel. Yeah. That'd be another one. But I'd write a book. I'd write lots of books, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the thing stopping me from writing the book? Money or is it time? So mm, I haven't got the time because i got to work. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, and then mm. there's the whole, well, you know, it's not working if you love your job. Well, I do love my job. Yeah, still, me too. Yeah, but I've got to commit time to it. Yeah. Yeah. If so, I if I wasn't if I doing what I'm time. doing now... I reckon I'd probably just learn every single art that I can. Cool. Like I'd love to get hard out into things like raranga. Mm. I'd love to find someone to teach me for kairo. <laughs> and yeah. But like even pottery and printmaking, mm. I'd just love to spend all of my time doing that. Mine would probably be travel. Definitely learning would be one. Yeah. Of oh, like, it would be boring if you weren't learning anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you learn when you, when you travel. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. I love traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to massive travel first. So to pair two things together, like because I like learning languages and things like that, even though I haven't learned another one, I only know to speak English and Māori. But I'd love to, like, say, learn Italian and then go live in Italy. 
yeah. while I'm learning it. Yeah. Stay there for a year, plus travel well, around, use Italian, then do Spanish and go to Spain. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Anyway, Kuenate Waiato Te Wiki. And if you weren't listening to the Korero in uh, Once Upon a Time and then Anatokai. <laughs> That's a good one. Go back and listen to it again. I had to line myself up for it because, <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen to the Kōrero again. And again, the Kōrero, the Once Upon a Timer, isn't the definitive history of Kupe. You know, we had a little conversation before about how there's differing Kōrero about Kupe, like everything. So, yeah. um, do some rangahau, read some puka puka, jump online and have a look around. Hoi anō, ko tāwa tērā neto hini. Yep, e mihi ana kia koutou, and you will hear from us again soon. Hei kona mai. Hei kona. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare are mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body Kāne kāne move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai.